Welcome back to the Einstein Podcast. My name is John, a.k.a. The Orphan. So it was Josh who started the fight. Well, that is so not how it happened. Oh, that poor little girl. There's no poor little girl. Why would a dying British orphan be in a Padres game? <laughs> Orphans love baseball. It is Thursday, December 9th. Hope you're having an absolutely amazing day as Always, hopefully you're staying warm or staying cool if you're in a warm area. I don't think there's like, well, I don't know, probably out west, like it's probably still warm out there. I don't know. It's not warm over here anymore, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it's funny too, because like just last week, like this day last week, Thursday of last week, uh, it was like 76 degrees, got to 76. It's currently 30 degrees right now because... Yeah, the temperature can just drop by 40 degrees over the span of seven days. Uh, I mean, albeit it is currently 5 in the morning. So, you know, there's that. Although I think the high for today is like in the 50s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's just like 54. And it's dummy windy. (laughs) It's also supposed to rain. It's been raining like all week as well. But no snow though. Because it never snows in Georgia when it's supposed to. It only snows at the most, like, inconvenient time, like in April or May. It, it will straight up snow in May down here. That's just that's just how it works. I just went outside, actually, uh, to take the trash out or to put, like, the trash from last night in the trash can because this morning is the trash. Uh, and, like, the lids of the trash can were frozen together. Like, for, like they couldn't really open them. I was like, yep. It's winter. <laughs> I guess you could say we're finally in winter. Actually, speaking of like snowing in inconvenient and improper times, uh, two years, like two years ago, three years ago, three years, going on about four years. So like this time, no, no, no. So it was technically four years because it was like this time, 2017 going into 2018. So like right after I got kicked out of Georgia Southern, uh, it snowed, like, right after Christmas, around that time, and it was, like, a good chunk of snow, and it snowed consistently for a couple of days, or I guess kind of on and off for a couple of days, but, like, we had snow on the ground for a good minute, and I remember, that was when I started uh, my sales job, doing door-to-door sales, wait a second, hold on, hold on, my math is messed up, is it? No, 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 I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, okay, <laughs> but yeah, that's when I started doing door-to-door sales, and I remember, like, when I first started, my very first day, it had already snowed, because it snowed for a good minute, it snowed for like, it snowed a couple days for a couple of weeks, um, and yeah, my first day, I was just like trekking through snow, like, because you walk about like five or six, well, it depends on uh, what territory you have that day, but you walk on like average like five to six miles. Uh, a day, because you're going from house to house, generally from house to house, uh, and I remember, like, I don't have, I don't have any boots, like, I don't wear boots, uh, it's like, the closest thing I had is, like, you know, snowshoes, or shoes that, would be, I just need shoes that would be waterproof, right, because wearing Vans in the snow was not going to cut it, because, like, it would just leak through the shoes, and my feet would freeze to death, so my only other option, uh, was Sperry's. And Sperry's are kind of comfortable, but, like, for walking several miles, like, 
not necessarily. So that was definitely uh, not the most comfortable experience. Also, I mean, you're walking seven miles uh, or, you know, five or six miles, something up to seven miles over the span of about like nine hours because you are working day on average was about 14 hours, 14 to 15 hours. Uh, and yeah, it was not fun. <laughs> I tell you, that really was not fun at all. And I really wanted to like do this job in the summer, the springtime when like the weather was better. Uh, tell me I was already doing pretty good numbers at the time, even in the dead of winter. But I feel like when the weather like warmed up and was more feasible for being outside for a certain period of time, I probably could have been doing even crazier numbers. Uh, but hey, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> you live and you learn. Because now, instead of doing door-to-door sales, I technically just sell clothes to people. Or really, I don't sell clothes to people at all. I just kind of clean up. <laughs> Actually, speaking of clean up, dude, you got last night... It's like, it was like, this was bound to happen eventually, I guess. Because I've, I've always, like, I can't necessarily imagine, like, wonder what would happen if, like, someone broke something uh, at work. And I was like, I mean, stuff has been broken, kind of, slightly. Uh, just from kids doing stupid stuff. Um, and usually, usually to my section, since I have to cover toys as well. I'm homing kids, and, like, that includes toys. And, like, kids just love to be screwing up with the toys and just, like, touching stuff and being gross. <laughs> but, surprisingly, uh, the major breakage of last night wasn't in my section. I was in the beauty section, and it was, like, this, like, two-year-old girl. And she dropped a bottle of nail polish. And it just, like, shattered and went everywhere. And, thankfully, it wasn't on the carpet, but it was on, like, you know the tiles and the tiles are white and it was black nail polish so it just straight up stained the tile in that area like legitimately just stained the tile like <laughs> and that was honestly it was kind of can I even say kind of, it was extremely annoying it's also I had to clean it up <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't fun at all cause like cleaning up nail polish I don't think I've ever actually had to clean up nail polish before. Like, off of any surface. I've never spilled nail polish before. And I've handled nail polish on several occasions. Occasions, plural. Because, um, like, when I was younger, I would just, like, help my sister paint her nails. Specifically her left hand, because she's left-handed. So she can never really do her left hand. So I would help her, like, do her left hand or whatever. And, like, I've taken off nail polish all that stuff, but never actually to clean it up off the floor. It's like cleaning up ink. Like, at least maybe perhaps maybe just the black one. Or maybe it was just that uh, specific, particular type of nail polish. But it was legitimately cleaning up, like, printer ink off of a surface. And, like, it, it was just... <laughs> it, was, it was so annoying. <laughs> actually, not. Nah. I think the worst thing I've had to clean up from someone breaking something, it wasn't even a kid that broke it. It was a grown woman that broke this. She, like, so, like, we have, like, I mean, there's a couple clearance areas in, in the sections, in, you know, in each section. 
and uh, in the like home goods section, uh, we have this clearance area. It's like a couple of shelves. It's mostly stuff from like last season, like Halloween stuff and whatnot. Uh, and like I don't know what she was doing because I was not over there when it happened, but like she somehow managed to like knock a shelf like off, like off of where it was I don't know how to explain that like like you know your shelves she managed to collapse the shelf essentially she just straight up collapsed the shelf and so all the stuff on that shelf just like came flying off scattered all over the floor uh and she comes up to me and she's like hey I, I don't know how this happened but one of the shelves fell how does a shelf fall over bro how does that make sense? How does a shelf just randomly fall over? That doesn't happen. Like, <laughs> like, like, like that, that makes no sense. She's like, oh, the shelf. I don't know how it happened, but the shelf fell over. And now all the stuff is everywhere. And, like, I, I thought she meant, like, she just knocked some stuff over. Nah, she legit, like, the shelf was legitimately out of the, like, just on the floor. That doesn't just happen. Shelves don't just pop up. And like yeah, I'm a bounce. Like <laughs> that's not how that works. That's not how that works at all. I mean, that was technically, I guess, somewhat easier to clean than the nail polish. Uh, in terms of just like, you know, picking stuff up is is easier than having to wipe stuff off of the floor. Uh, especially the nail polish being like as thick as it was. But like that one, that was just stupid. <laughs> Yeah, that was just stupid. Oh, man. Some people, bro. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. And, like, with the holiday seasons coming around, it's like my section is uh, the busiest section, at least as of late. Because, like, if you really think about it, Christmas uh, is a very child-oriented holiday with, like, gifts and whatnot. Because as you get older, you generally just get less gifts. That's just how it works. Or, like, the gifts you do get are, you know, like, clothes. Which I'm not complaining, because I don't like buying clothes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, will, I will take clothes, I will take socks, all that stuff, because that's stuff that I just simply don't buy. You don't think about it. You never really think about it. Also, because I have, like, ten pairs of the exact same socks. I like these black van socks. I, I bought, like, three packs of them. So, now I have nine pairs. I got three packs of three of them. Uh, and I wear those socks like every single day and I just cycle through the pairs of socks. So like, I don't actually think about like purchasing socks or buying socks. And I've had these socks for like years at this point. Uh, so like, like go through them and you know, some of them get some wear and tear. Uh, I'm, I'm getting low on socks. I guess I just have a couple, a good bit left, but like even they, they're starting to get a little old and, and worn out. And so it's like, consciously, I know I need to purchase some socks, but like, that's just not something that like I do, you know? Also, to get those socks specifically, I have to go to a van store. Uh, and I do not live anywhere generally close to a van store. Like the nearest van store is about 40, no, 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 no. 35, yeah, okay, maybe 35, 40 minutes away. Uh, which should be like the mall of Georgia. You have to go to like a major mall. Uh, except for like Sugarloaf Mills doesn't have a van store. Even still, Sugarloaf Mills is like 
30 minutes away. I don't close to anything, man. <laughs> like, I, I straight up live in the sticks for real. Like, I mean, like, I'm not, like, out in the twigs. I think I, I've given this, like, explanation between the difference between like, the sticks and the twigs. Like, the sticks, like, like the sticks that you out there, right? But like, the twigs, like, that's the boonies. <laughs> but now, I live out in the sticks because, like, the nearest Walmart is, like, a solid 15, 20 minutes away. Uh, and I don't, I don't even think about that much. I go to Walmart so often. And, like, in my head, I'll be like, oh, I'm just going to run into Walmart real quick. And then, like, it takes an hour to do that entire trip to, like, get to Walmart, get the stuff, and come back. And I'm a really quick shopper because I don't actually shop. I know what I want when I'm going there. And I know exactly where everything is because I freaking live at Walmart. So, like, the actual shopping part isn't that long, but just getting to Walmart and getting back is 40 minutes total already. So, like, I, I don't consider that. It, I, it feels so much closer than it actually is. And I think it's because I simply, like, go there so often uh, or, I, or have been there so often. And we've lived here for, like, almost eight years now. And so, like, you know, I'm used to the distance. Uh but then when I think about it, I'm like, damn, I actually live, like, pretty far out from stuff. Uh, all the times I could just order the socks online. But if you order the socks online, you got to pay for shipping. And the only way to, get, like, not pay for shipping is, like, spend more than 50 bucks. And I'm not spending 50 bucks on socks. I'm not buying shoes. I need to take a pause on that. Actually, I bought shoes this year. Oh, yeah, I have. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to take a pause on that one. Uh, either way, though, let's hop into this episode. All right, so it's about that time of year, it's about that season, uh, when it comes time for all the award shows, right? Because usually they come like January, February ish time uh, to award awardable people <laughs> uh, for the previous year. And as this year is wrapping up, uh, award announcements uh, start coming out. At the time of me recording this, I'm recording this pretty early, uh, the Grammys are soon to release their announcements, I think. I'm fairly confident <laughs> that I saw that, which is why it which, which triggered uh, this this conversation. Because, like, okay, if I don't talk about this, like, stat right away, if I don't record it right away, I'm going to lose all the thoughts that I have uh, on the idea. So, recording it out the jump. So, I have no idea who's been nominated for anything Grammy-wise or any other award show-wise. Uh, so, we're not talking about that. Because, <laughs> uh, quite frankly, we don't, we don't care that much. And that's kind of the point. See, that that's actually the point of, like, what, what I want to talk about. Because, like, I don't even think anyone really watches award shows anymore. At least not like they used to. Not like I used to. Like, award shows back in the day were a pretty big deal, right? People would, you know, care about Grammys and Oscars and all that other good jazz. The BET Awards. (laughs) Got your Tony's Country Music Awards. What other award shows do you have? Well, that's technically not American. You like the, the British actors something, something, something awards. <laughs> I think it's like BAFTA. I mean, that's the acronym BAFTA, something like that. I don't know. But yeah, you know, award shows. Uh, now, the reason 
why like I personally at least, and perhaps you can relate to this, uh, the reason why I said no one really cares about award shows anymore, or at least I don't care about awards anymore, is because what's the point? <laughs> like, like what actually is the point of award shows, right? Now, I mean, there is a point to them, but the point, it, it's kind of just lost on the average person, right? Because, like, it doesn't apply to us in any way possible, right? We don't necessarily have a say in any of the awards, right? I guess technically, the Kids' Choice Awards from Nickelodeon. Gotta say in that one. That's another award show I missed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, like, we as the, as the as the public, as the audience, as the, the general population, who's not a part of this elite class of people, don't really have a say in who wins the awards, what movies win the awards, what albums, whatever. Right? Like we really don't have any input in that. Uh, the people who do decide are an even more elite group of people than the already elite group of people. Uh, and then they make the choices uh, uh, based off of like, you know, who's going to win, who's going to lose, who gets nominated, who doesn't get nominated, all that good jazz. Right. And that in itself is the problem with the award shows. Right. Because. Especially when it comes to movies. I talked about this a couple months ago. I think you're in October. I talked about this maybe in a movie talk episode. Where I said this is when the best movies come out, right? Like November, December time. October, November, December. Uh, these last few months of the year, last quarter of the year. When the best movies come out. Supposedly the best movies come out. I guess I say the most artistic movies come out. Because the point of those movies... It, Everyone knows that those are Oscar grab movies, right? Like these movies are dropped at this time so that the way they're fresh on uh, the voting committee's mind when they come when it comes time for voting, and they're made. They're, they're more how do I say artistic? I guess just these ways. So they're more artistic movies, uh, a little more abstract, perhaps you could say. Uh, stuff that like appeals to that voting committee, right? And I think that in itself ruins not necessarily the movie, uh, kind of the movie, but it ruins the movie landscape, in my opinion, because the the purpose of a movie is to appeal to, I guess technically I is appealing to an audience, but like, <laughs> your movie is not going to get paid for by the voting committee, right? Your movie gets paid for by the people who go watch it, the general public, us, right? If we don't go watch the movie, you ain't getting money, right? You're going to be, you're going to be in the red, which is why I personally think that like the public should really have more of a say when it comes to who wins what, right? If that was the case, I feel like that would solve their viewership problems because it has been reported for, for years now at this point, year over year, the viewership of these award shows decreases significantly each year because less and less people care because it doesn't matter, right? In the end, it doesn't actually matter, right? 
I mean, awards as a whole are just like super rich, famous people awarding themselves for being super rich and famous, right? Because it's like, <laughs> I mean, because like you, you, this is what you do. It's your job, right? So then you, you get an awarded for your job, but not by the people you necessarily do your job for, right? And if you look at music, uh, we as the consumer make or break an album, right? I mean, yeah, there's other really great albums that have, you know, been slept on that have, uh, you know, there are great, amazing albums that you know, just general public hasn't listened to, whether the artist isn't super big or anything like that. But even still then, we sway the market, right? What's popping in the market is based on what we are listening to, what we like what the general population likes artists seemingly so more so now than adapt their music a lot of times to kind of fit into that pocket of what's popping on the market right uh of course still some stick to their sound and you can adapt to the market while sticking to your to your own unique sound uh but generally speaking we, the public, manipulate the market. We decide what's popping, what's not popping. We, we, we say what's hot, what's not hot. And yet, we don't, we can't decide who wins a Grammy. Like, <laughs> that's so dumb. It's absolutely so dumb. Uh, it, and like my biggest beef with that, uh, especially when it comes to like movies, when it comes to Oscars, like, like I said, like the, the movies are made for the audience. It's made for the consumer, made for the viewer, not specifically just, or shouldn't be specifically just for the purpose of the voting committee. Uh, if anything, that just, that, that tarnishes the quality of the movie, at least in my opinion. Because now it's like, or if not tarnishing the quality of the movie, it waters down the meaning of winning an Oscar. Because it's like, it's like, you, does it, is it really winning? I mean, I guess technically you're playing, you're using the rules to your advantage and manipulating, uh, you know, whether it be the content of the movie or, you know, the timing of the movie release to specifically win the Oscar. But it dilutes what it means to win an Oscar when it's done like that, when it's formulaic. It dilutes the definition of the Oscar, right? And the biggest, like, uh, how would I say, rebuttal when the idea of letting the audience vote uh, and the audience decide who should win uh, the, the Grammy or Oscar or whatever award, uh, of course, always comes from people who are probably on the voting committee. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, they say it, they try to say it in a nice way, but the sense of what they say is the people don't know. The people don't know good content. The people don't know quality music. The people don't know a good movie if they saw one, which is uh, degrading, for one. And two, not true at all. What is defined by good is an opinion. There is no fact as to this is good. This is good cinema. This is good music. 
it's a very, very subjective uh, opinion, not fact, right? And so if you think that if you let the audience vote, like a Marvel movie will win best movie like every single year, well, then that's what the people want. That do better then. <laughs> they just do better. Make movies that the people want to see, you, you know, or at least make movies that captivate the audience to the point of making them unforgettable. Movies like that have dropped. Movies like that have dropped this year. Movies like that drop every single year. And they're not Oscar grab movies. They're movies. They're just, they're just good freaking movies, right? And for one, I'm sure that if you did let the audience vote, I'm pretty sure the Marvel movie probably wouldn't win every single year. <laughs> Um, because like the same, because I mean, yeah, sure. They, they just have like the biggest audience, I guess, but like, it's like the cast, like a casual viewer is the person that only goes to movies to watch a Marvel movie, a big Marvel blockbuster and the casual viewer more than likely, or the casual movie consumer, uh, will more than likely not actually partake in the vote because they're casual. That's what it means to be casual. <laughs> um, but the same way. The people decide how the market moves based off of what we're watching, what we like, what we don't like. Is the same way we should decide what has succeeded in that market and what hasn't, right? A lot of the movies that end up winning Oscars, that do the whole Oscar grab formula thing, usually are movies that the general population did not watch, right? Because they just did not appeal to the general consumer of cinema, right? Whether that be casual, uh, or what's how what's the level up from casual? I don't want to say professional because that sounds stupid. And no one's a professional cinema consumer. I guess if you're a critic, perhaps you would be considered a professional movie watcher. But like you know, but you know, when you step up from casual, right? So even amongst those groups, stepping up from the casual consumer and back down to the casual consumer, most times have not seen those movies, right? Particularly because those movies weren't made for the, for, for the people. It was made specifically to win an award, right? And it's like, movies, and I'm, I'm speaking specifically on movies, but this applies to the music aspect of this as well. Uh, but movies are made, or surely should be made, for the people. Because that's the point of a movie. <laughs> It's to be made for the people, right? Not just made specifically to win something, right? And I think that it adds more value to the award when it's the audience that is given it, right? Because, like I said, it's the audience that, for one, pays for your movie, <laughs> like that's the that's that's like the the biggest aspect of it. The audience pays for your movie, and you want that fan base. You need that fan base. That strong fan base. The same reason why Marvel blockbusters are Marvel blockbusters is because the people want it. They've built up that fan base uh, of of MCU uh, consumers. People that never read the comics, have no idea what happens in the comics, they could care less. But they watched the movie, though. 
because they're following along. They're deep into it. They, they, they've invested into it because they built up that fan base, right? Yeah, you've got... Oh, now I can't think of anything else. I just mentioned a Marvel thing. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. You even sit to the music side, right? I could argue that a platinum plaque has more value than a Grammy because a platinum plaque means that wait how many streams or plays do you need to go platinum I think it's one million right good heavens Christ (laughs) 1.5 billion Jesus (laughs) Jesus <laughs> so yeah if you go platinum that is saying something right like that is saying I have not only a core fan base but I have put out a project that is of such quality that literally a seventh or over a seventh of the population of the globe, has consumed that product, has listened to my music. That, I feel, means a lot more than a voting committee of, I think, like 70-something people saying you got album of the year. Because, like, I mean, hey, 70 people saying you got album of the year and 1.5 billion people listening to your music? I mean... Which one kind of has more weight, you know? Because, I mean, you could win a Grammy and your shows could still be light, bro. You can win a Grammy and not even sell at a coffee house. Like, because <laughs> it, it, it's, 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 it's less so about the actual, like, you know, quality of the music and more so, or at least quality of the content, whether that be music, movie, whatever, and more so just about what do these specific 70-some-odd people like or dislike right and i think if 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 it were plausible possible i guess you'd say uh to change up how this is done to make it so that it's fan-based voting like i said at the beginning that would one increase viewership numbers two add more value to the award being given. Same way with the whole Platinum Plaque versus Grammy or whatever. It has more value because it's like the people that actually make your career, right? The people that keep you paid, the consumer, well, I guess technically, depending on how your contract is set up, we might not have any effect on how much you get paid, but still, <laughs> the people that you actually care about, really, they are the ones who awarded you the Grammy. They are the ones who awarded you the Oscar. Not this mysterious shadow group of people that ain't in tune with the culture. Like, <laughs> I don't know. The, the whole idea is whack. I'm not going to watch the Grammys or any award show. I don't think I've watched any of those since like 2008. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm maybe I'm not the best person to, uh, to to talk on that, but just the concept as a whole, I think, is whack. Hey, 
Are you going to watch them, though? I doubt it. Wait, let me see if I can get the stats, bro. Let's see if I can get the stats. Grammy Awards viewership. I can't spell. Okay, but then give me... Give me over a period of time. Uh, look at this. Well, you can't see this. Never mind. <laughs> I said, look at this as if you can see my screen. <laughs> nah, bro. Look at this stuff. For real, for real. Hear me out here. 2012 was peak Grammys. I'm looking at data from the year 2000 to 2021. So the Grammys from earlier this year. 2012 was peak Grammy viewership. You're looking at 39 million viewers. From there, you drop down to 28. What was this? 28.37. That's 2013, 2014, 28.5. 2015, 25.3. 2016, 24.95. See, we're going down here. 2017. Oh, went up 26.05. And then a steep drop. That's insane. <laughs> So you go from 24.95 in 2016, 26.05 2017, to then 19.85 in 19.81, sorry, in 2018. So you lost, math is hard, 7 million, it's about 7 million viewers uh, between 2017 2018. Stays about the same, 2019, 19.9, and 2020, 18.7. And then from 2020 to 2021, it goes from 18.7 million viewers to 8.8 million viewers. And my, my dog didn't like those numbers, apparently. He's turning up there. That's a 10 million viewership drop over the course of a year. I don't think... Let me see. 26. That's 8 million drop there. That is the sharpest, steepest drop uh, in viewership numbers year over year. Also, putting that's the lowest viewership numbers in the last two decades, in the last 21 years. Prior to this, the lowest number was in 2006 at 17 million people watching. So, your your lowest amount of viewers has dropped by nine million. Just in general, you did that's a new low. <laughs> Usually, if you're going, if you're going to start going low, you know, you want to go by increments. You don't want to literally cut it in half. It'll be interesting uh, to see who what the numbers look like this year, to say the least. Uh, if it'll be less than that, more than that, I have a feeling it'll be less, if not around the same. Uh, I think perhaps maybe it'll kind of do the same little movements as it has in the past. So maybe go down, but not by much. So maybe from 8.8 .8 to, uh, I don't know, 8.5, 8.4, maybe around there. Maybe get to the 7 range. I think if viewership stays single-digit millions uh, for a minute, they will change the format. Because viewership pays for the event. <laughs> so, like... They they gonna need people for for uh, Jesus Christ John they're gonna need people watching this stuff and also if you if people aren't watching it then what's the point 
Like, literally, what's the point if people aren't watching it? I want to look at the Oscars. <laughs> Wait, I just looked at the Oscars, didn't I? No, I looked at the... I looked at the... Crap, what are those things called? I just looked at Grammys. Grammys. Grammy? I'm not paying. Bro, that's cap. Why would I pay just to look at stats? Man, y'all bugging. Everybody want to Everybody want to get paid, bro. I guess that makes sense. Why would you not want to get paid? Ah, uh, Wikipedia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Give me the charts, bro. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, these are some crazy long stats. That's a lot of years. From 1980 uh, to 2021. I'm assuming we're looking in the millies right here on the y-axis. Oh, it's going to be a long thing to trace. I'm going to get lost. Here we go. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm looking at the line, looking at the line, looking at the line. 10? 10 million? Looking like for last year? Oh, yeah, it is in the millions. Thank you. <laughs> 10 million from last year. Uh, and that is a sharp drop from the previous year, which was at 24 million. So that is over a 50% decrease in viewership from 2020 and 2021. And if you look at the trends on this graph, this is now looking at four decades worth of data. Uh, the peak, and I'll keep it between 2000 to 2021, uh, since that's what we were talking about for the other one. Your peak numbers came around the actual, actually in the year 2000, uh, at around 46 million. You had 44 million in 2014. Uh, but then from 2014 onwards, it is just like a staircase <laughs> going downwards. Looking pretty rough there. Looking pretty rough. Uh, but man, yeah. It is what it is, man. They'll, they gotta figure something out. I mean, hell, I don't care if they figure something out or not. But that's just my thoughts, my opinions on award shows, I guess. But if you like this episode for the podcast, give it a like, give it a follow, you rating, all like it. Just let me know that you like it. Of course, if you do like it, share it with your friends because good friends give friends good things. And you want to be a good friend, so give your friend a good thing. If you want to follow social media, it is at God a Hat on the IGs. And as always, 8 a.m. Eastern, same time, same place, every single day. Hope you have an absolutely amazing day today. Stay hella hydrated, drink plenty of water, and I will see you tomorrow.